Welcome to Stay at Home, Mom, with your illustrious host, Leslie Goodgesell, mother to six beautiful daughters, wife to an amazingly hardworking and supportive husband, homeschooler, and homesteader in the making. Join me on this journey, this blessing of what motherhood looks like. the chaos you feel when you are surrounded by children at every turn you're tripping on shoes and books and coats and book bags legos which are the worst thing to step on that chaos that ensues just having kids in the house well that's what we're going to talk about today on this episode of stay at home mom can someone please pick up these boots Will you pick up your coat, hang it on the hook? The hook is right there. Do you find yourself saying these things over and over and over again every single day like I do? Sometimes I feel like I just need to record my voice and push play because it's constant. Hey, put your dishes up. Hey, pick up your bag. Hey, why are your books on the floor instead of in the basket where they're supposed to be? It's a never-ending thing with kids. So how do we organize the chaos that comes with kids? Well, you got to figure out what works for your family, because I will tell you one thing I've learned having kids, there is not one size fits all when it comes to organizing chaos in your home. You may only have a couple kids, so your chaos, while it's still chaos, don't get me wrong, is a little bit different than my chaos with the six. What are the things that you can do in your home to help minimize the chaos that you're experiencing? Well, let's ask ourselves a couple things. Do we homeschool our kids? Are our kids going to public school? Or are we doing extra things in our home? Do our kids have a lot of screen time? Do they have a lot of books? Do they have a lot of toys? Do they have too many clothes? Like these are questions that we need to ask ourselves when we're dealing with a lot of chaos. Because chaos, to me, is like the clutter, the things that are around. To me, chaos of just <laughs> relational chaos, you know, kids yelling at each other, bickering over this or that. To me, that's just normal life. I don't consider that chaotic. To me, the chaos is when we're constantly tripping over things because people aren't taking care of them. So how do we organize our chaos? Well, I posted something on Instagram a little bit ago about how I have tried to create an order in our tiny living space. This is actually something that we did when we lived in a home. I created jurisdictions. So every area had a printed and laminated jurisdiction with everything that was required under that. Well, what's a jurisdiction? So a jurisdiction, I'm sure, is a word that you have heard of. Um, it's probably not used on a regular basis. <laughs> So jurisdiction is the extent of authority or control of a situation, right? So we would set up the kitchen as a jurisdiction for a child. And under that, they would have to make sure dishes were clean, dried, put away, or the dishwasher was loaded or unloaded, whatever. <laughs> if we had a dishwasher in the RV, we don't. But, you know, counters needed to be washed, sink needed to be cleaned, stovetop washed off, island cleaned, all of the floors swept and mopped. Like, it, I mean, it was a pretty intense thing, right? It's a pretty big deal. We had bathrooms and dining room and living room and mud room and laundry, and we had all these different things. And at the time we set it up, we had a weekly chore chart. Every child got one chore for a whole week. So that meant one child was doing the kitchen the whole week or 
the bathrooms the whole week. So that's how we organized it when we were in the house. We had 2,200 square feet with eight people. It really wasn't that bad. It was a decent sized house for our size family. We were comfortable and it worked. So when we moved into the RV, I thought, tinier space, way easier cleaning, right? (laughs) Nothing could be further from the truth. Anybody who tells you that living in an RV is going to be so much easier than living in a house because it's small has obviously never lived in an RV because I'm pretty sure everybody who has lived in an RV will tell you that it is harder to keep an RV clean than it is a 2,200 square foot house and probably even a 4,400 square foot house for that matter. We tried to take these chores, this organized way of keeping things under control in the house and just transitioned into the RV. We did that for about a year, almost two solid years we did it that way. And I will tell you the fights and arguing and the constant, well, she didn't finish her chore. Like it was nonstop. Those are the days that I'm like, that's it. I'm gone. I'm out of here. I can't take this anymore. You guys are driving me nuts. So I did this crazy thing, right? I decided I'm going to let my kids pick their own chore, but I'm not going to let them pick it in a way that they can just pick like the easiest thing to do. So we changed up the chores a little bit. Now that we're on a homestead, we kind of separated into like the kitchen, the living room, living space area, bedroom, bathroom, dusting and windows because my windows get so gross from the dogs and the kids and nobody ever wants to dust when they're supposed to do the living space. So I thought, oh, we'll make it a separate chore. And then cleaning up the trash out of the yard and the dog poo because when you have two dogs, that's a lot of poo. Also, my kids are really bad at actually getting trash into the trash can. So then there'd be like paper towels and water bottles just scattered throughout my yard and nothing irritates me more than just trash being everywhere. So we made that a chore. In order to keep it fair, I decided to put each chore onto a little card and then every day they get to pick a card and whatever card they pull is the chore they get. I did make a stipulation. They don't have to do the same chore two days in a row because they were getting burned out. They just kind of gave up. They didn't want to do it anymore. So we have implemented this now. I think we're going on our fourth month now. And so far, so good. We've had way fewer fights this way. And nobody blames me and gets mad at me (laughs) because before, for some reason, it was always my fault. I don't know how that works. I don't know how kids are like, I can't believe you're doing that. She didn't. Now you're making it. It's just a never ending battle. So now they stick their head in this bag. They pull out a card with the name of the chore on it and it's on them. I didn't have anything to do with it. Very, very few complaints this way. Hey, thanks for bringing my tape back to me. I appreciate that. Just doing my job. Yeah, right. (laughs) So anyway, we started implementing that and things have gone a lot smoother. A couple other things that we do now that we're in the RV, we limited the number of toys that our kids have in here. And actually, recently, we took all of the toys out except for Legos because my little two who are eight and ten, which is more than old enough to take care of your stuff, struggle with picking up after themselves and their older sisters were sick of picking up after them. So we figured we're going to make it simple. Let's just get rid of all of the stuff that you don't really ever play with. You just kind of toss it out on the floor because you're looking for something else. We'll just get rid of all of that and we'll just have Legos. Nothing else. We don't need anything else. Typically play with Legos the most anyway. We won't talk about how many thousands of Legos we own, but we have a few. And that's the only thing we have in the RV now, which makes life a lot simpler. 
when we were in the house before each kid had their own room kind of thing or they shared rooms, we had a huge toy room and all the toys stayed in that toy room, which was the biggest blessing ever. And if I were to do it all over again with Littles, I would always have a room dedicated just for toys and bedrooms would be just for sleeping because once we moved that toy room and put bedrooms in there, that made bedrooms full of toys and messes where, I mean, I can share pictures we couldn't even walk in. Like, it was just toys and clothes and blankets everywhere. Probably a good, you know, like one to two feet deep. It was ridiculous. These kids are so insanely messy. It's It blows my mind how quickly they can mess something up. So we limit the number of toys they are they have accessible. I have friends who are really good at rotating toys too. They have totes. They pull some toys out for like a month. They put those toys away and pull new toys out a month. Like they just rotate their toys every however often. Some people do it by month. Some people do it every other week or whatever. But that has been super successful for them. I never did that because that takes a lot of time. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. I don't always remember to do stuff like that. I would have to set an alarm on my phone to be able to remember that. Not to mention that my kids span nine years in age. That is a huge difference between developmental skills and their interests. So being able to alternate toys is something that just did not even fit in my wheelhouse. But I know that that is a super successful way to minimize the toy chaos and clutter in your house. Another thing we do since we moved into the RV is my kids have what some people would consider a capsule wardrobe. I don't do necessarily the capsule wardrobe where they only have black pants and this and like I don't do it that way. I give them a specific number of pants, shirts, sweaters, things like that. So I say, you know, you can have four pairs of jeans and like six pairs of leggings kind of a thing so that we're limiting the amount of space that we're taking up with our clothes. And honestly, I think that's probably one of the best decisions I've ever made because what happens is my kids get this plethora of clothing handed down to them or when we go to the secondhand store, go shopping or, you know, I find good sales. And this actually gives them an opportunity to put stuff in totes. And then when they get sick of it, they can put that away and pull something new out. And right now, three of my kids are all the same size, which gets really confusing because today Sophia wore somebody else's shirt to church because I put it in her pile because I thought it was hers. I had no idea. That's what happens when you have three kids in the same size, I guess. But that's what we did to minimize the clothing mess. We've done the same thing with the stuffed animals and pillows and blankets and stuff. I've limited my kids to only having like the pillow they need to sleep with, like one to two stuffed animals and one extra blanket in their bed. Otherwise, I do more blanket laundry than I do actual laundry. And that's chaotic. That's like really overwhelming and something we don't need to do. That's what we do to kind of organize our house. And my kids help me a lot with keeping our cabinets organized and our pantry. And thankfully, I do have a couple kids who really, really, really enjoy things being orderly. They're like my little offspring. (laughs) I'm so proud of them. The rest of my kids really don't care. So they're literally the kids who you'll say, hey, can you stack those dog cans in the cabinet where they go? And then you open it and they all come tumbling out on you. I have those kids, the kids that, you know, are like, and if somebody dies or loses a toe, no big deal. These are simple things that you can do in your house or even your RV to minimize the chaos and to organize things a little bit better. There's a whole nother, probably two other aspects to our life that are really, really important for us to keep organized. And one of them is our schooling and the other would be our farm stuff. So how do you homeschool children in an RV? I'll do a whole episode on what we do for that. 
But how do we organize it? My amazing husband built me this beautiful shelf on the whole wall of my living space of the RV. And it fits all of our school books. It fits our math, our science, our chapter books. It fits our health and Bible books. It literally fits everything in it that we need. We have a computer there. We keep our printer in there. It holds all of our schooling. And then another thing I do, because each kid always has their individual notebooks and binders, I bought cheap wooden crates. I spray painted them white though they probably need to be touched up because they're pretty shabby looking right now. I sprayed those white and James built this beautiful long bench and we just store the cubbies under the bench in the RV. That way everybody can keep their math stuff, their spelling, their history binders, all of that is in their own cubby and they're responsible for that cubby. That has helped so much with organizing our school stuff because even when we were in the house, we didn't have anything that organized for their schooling. For a long time, I had individual school desks that had lift tops so they could put their stuff in those desks. The last house we were in in Michigan, when I got rid of our school desk, we had a built-in cabinet and they each had a shelf where they kept their binders and stuff. And I put their names on it so they kind of knew where everything went. But always trying to find ways to keep things organized so we don't lose our minds. <laughs> That's super important. And then the other thing that we do to organize a little bit of the chaos is making sure everybody's responsible for a specific farm chore. So everybody's working on the homestead equally and we're all helping. And one of our chores kind of helps with that, you know, picking up the yard and the the dog droppings. (laughs) I literally just wrote yard and poo because that's what it is. That helps with the outside stuff too. So I don't overlook that when there's a child that does get that chore and we're doing outside chores like feeding goats or changing bedding or cleaning the chicken coop and stuff. So another thing that we implemented recently, which has definitely helped all of us kind of make sure on the same page is every night before everybody goes to bed, we have our kids come in our room, we sit and we pray, we read scripture, and then we kind of talk about things that we've improved on that day or kind of coming together, making sure that we're all connecting and have the same goals. And our kids understand where, as parents, what we're expecting and what we're looking at. And then we understand what our kids are expecting of us and each other and how they feel about what's going on. I think it's incredibly important to constantly communicate with our children how we're feeling about the direction our family is going. And it doesn't always mean that the kids are going to have the ability to direct the family or make the decisions for the entire family. But I believe their input is absolutely vital because without it, I feel like we would fail as parents. Their opinions, their perspective, their feelings about things are extremely valid. I do learn so much from my own children every single day that I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for them. They are so incredible. They challenge me in some of the best and worst ways all at the same time. Anyway, I pray that that helps you a little bit, gives you some ideas of how you can organize things. If you have any questions or if you have any other tips for me to try out, I am always open to trying new things because I don't just like to keep the peace in my home. I like to make an atmosphere of peace. And so if that means my kids picking their chores is working, that's what I'm going to do. But overall, I always want to be growing and becoming the mom and the woman and the wife that I was created to be. 
And I think in order to do that, it always helps to get other people's input. You know, what things that work for them to see if it'll work for my family too. I hope that you are encouraged today that you work at building your home with your own two hands, pouring love into those little people that you are so blessed to call your own, even when they are creating all of this chaos around you. I pray that you find beauty in that chaos. I pray that you embrace every moment of it because it goes so fast. And I pray that you enjoy every moment that you have this week. Thanks for tuning in to Stay at Home Mom. Don't forget to check out our affiliate link below with Rejuva Minerals. It's the cosmetic line that I have used for over 12 years. Their founder has been an advocate for exceptional health and wellness for almost two decades. They have received the following seals and certifications, EWG verified and made safe, and they've also earned the clean rating in the Think Dirty app. So if you're looking for a cosmetic line that you can believe in, that you know is not going to cause harm to your body with all the extra additives that we know are toxic, I highly recommend Rejuva Minerals. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, Goodies Gabbings, to see what exciting things are happening on our homestead.